All right, Cameron Lazy's impromptu episode number 26. This is Shane Ryan flying solo just moments after the Florida State game. And uh, Ariana and Aaron are not with me here because they're cowards. Ariana was at the game, will not come over until later, and I'm dead tired. And I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about this game. Aaron, I don't even know if you watched it. He's on his couch complaining or something. Two cowards. Uh, I podcast with two cowards, and that's just the way it goes. But I'll tell you who are not cowards, and that is the Duke Blue Devils. This game was fantastic, and I'm going to be a cliche machine for a second here. Uh, That's just the way it goes. Uh, This game was gritty, gutty. Um, Every word that every pundit has used to describe a mediocre white baseball player um, in the past hundred years applies to this basketball game. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Look, we, we all knew coming in that the line, I think, was Duke favored by eight which was ridiculous. I wish I was a betting man because I would have jumped all over that. There was no way that this game was going to be anything but either dead close or a blowout in Florida State's favor. Um, I know they had to travel too after two days, but they are a big, physical, tough team, and we just played the emotional roller coaster of a game against North Carolina, obviously, on Saturday. Um, I don't know if you all saw the, um, the win probability chart, but it looked like the end of a Tour de France stage with two huge climbs and a massive descent. Where like we're down to zero, all of a sudden we're up to like eighty percent, and then overtime comes and we're back down to zero, and we still somehow won. Um, that takes it out of you physically, but more importantly, it takes you out of it mentally. And to play a team like Florida State, who has had success at Cameron over and over for the past like decade or so, for them to come in number eight team in the nation, uh, tied with us in the ACC at ten and two, and not only to stick with these guys, but to come out strong, to play great defense to start, uh, to trade body blows with them for an entire game and never get worn down. I was sure at the end of the first half that they were going to come out and beat us by like 8 to 10 points. But we never got worn down, um, even though I'm sure physically and mentally we were exhausted. We stayed with them. Uh, everybody on the team contributed. It was it was just a remarkably... Uh, Full cast ensemble performance, and I'll go down the list uh, and talk about some of these guys, but I just couldn't be more satisfied with this win. I think it's the most satisfying win we've had all season. Uh, It's Duke at its best, really. A tired, uh, beaten down team who uh, stands up to uh, the Florida State bullies who come in, um, and they're just a really great team with a great coach. We stood up to them the whole time, made the big baskets when it counted, were aggressive when it counted, got the defensive stops when it counted. And, you know, this is a team that just scored 99 points on Miami. Granted, Miami's defense is horrible, um, but to hold them to 61 points is really, um, really special. And this is a really special win and uh, 65 points, but, you know, same difference. So, yeah, feels like a, just an excellent performance. It feels like, you know, if we go on to win the ACC regular season title, we're going to look back at this game and say, uh, fantastic, because... God, what a tough schedule. What a tough schedule this weekend and today. Um, Yeah, as you can tell, I'm over the moon with this. So let's just talk about a couple of the players. I'm not going to stay on long here. This may be 10 or 15 minutes long. Uh, Let's talk about some of the guys and and then take a couple Twitter questions. And then tomorrow, Ariana and uh, Aaron will be here and uh, we'll do a full episode. So for starters, uh, you know, Trey Jones... um, I guess for the second game in a row, wasn't consistently great. Now, obviously, he had a spectacular finish, and spectacular is a word that just doesn't do the trick against Carolina. Uh, Here, Florida State, I think, probably sensed, um, and Leonard Hamilton probably knew he was going to be 
uh, darn near exhausted after that Carolina game. And they did something that I thought was really smart, which is they denied him the ball as much as possible. Didn't stop him from getting the ball, but it made him work just a little bit harder. Uh, I thought that was really wise, and I thought it paid dividends. I mean, you know, 13 points for him. He finished 5 for 16 from the field, but, you know, 6 assists to 5 turnovers. Uh, and he was a part of the reason, along with some other guys, that uh, we didn't establish a bigger lead early because we were turning the ball over like crazy. Kind of a weird game in that sense where when we didn't turn it over, we were scoring pretty efficiently to start the game. Uh, and then when we weren't scoring, we were turning the ball over. Um, and then all of a sudden it shifted where we got more careful with the ball, but really stopped scoring at the same rate. Florida State's defense kind of clamped down uh, to some degree, at least at the end of that first half and the start of the second half. So, yeah, so Trey, I mean, again, not his best game, but he's he's there. Here we go again, playing like most of the entire game, um, being our leader uh, and just – what can you say negatively about him? Even when he has a tough game, he's still out there kind of being the captain. Um, Wendell Moore may have had his worst game recently, and yet that unbelievable finish on the reverse layup toward the end was one of the biggest plays of the game. And just spectacular. I mean, it's I have to watch that replay. Uh, Billis's joke was, he majors in English. Um, one of the nicer things Jay Billis has said about our team in the last 20 years, and... Uh, you know, it's, it wasn't even that nice. It was basically just a stupid pun. Uh, but yeah, so Vernon, that finish was unbelievable. And uh, having him out there, of course, is a big defensive boon, even when he's turning the ball over quite a bit uh, and not playing so well on offense. But all right, let's get to the guys who are really studs. Uh, Jordan Goldwire. <laughs> unbelievable game. Uh, five for five from the field. Three for three from three-point range, which is... If you told me that before the game, it's like, oh, man, what a bonus that is. That is an unexpected, huge boon for this team. Uh, Goldwire was so tough today. Um, just coming up in the big moments, hitting big shots. I love the guy. I've loved him all. He won me over very early this year, and he continues just to be, look, in the worst of times, just a defensive stalwart and a tough, strong guy and a guy you just love having on the floor. And at the best of times, giving us these incredible offensive contributions not just the three-pointers he hit but that little um I don't know what you'd call it like a little almost like a floater floating layup in the lane at the end over uh their nine-foot center uh it was great and that was that was the second great finish he had against that guy in the first half he he finished against him on a drive with a left hand which is almost three gold wire and improbable uh two-point bucket and it was great so you know Literally every shot this guy made, and there were five of them, were either incredibly memorable or really important with the three-pointers. So he was awesome. Uh, Cassius Stanley with the put-back dunk, uh, just just playing so well at the end. Um, again, I, I love his aggression. I love the fact that he's the toughest guy on the floor every time we play. Uh, Vernon Carey, yet another double-double. It didn't seem like he had a prominent game. It didn't seem like he was super prominent, but but he was really good. Um and, you know, he, look, playing Florida State, they're going to have, like, at least three big, strong, tough dudes. And, you know, Vernon banged it out with them, man. That, that's a that's a workmanlike game you have to play against Florida State. And he did it. Uh, and he did it really well. So, going down to the subs, I, I do want to say about Javin, I just thought he came up enormous on defense and rebounding. Um, Ariana texted me that it was Zubekian. It really was. Toward the end of that game, he was Johnny on the spot. Huge boards, huge blocks, and then he comes down and hits two 
uh, free throws that, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm tired. And so the word big keeps flashing through my brain and it's completely inadequate to describe how, how critical those were. Um, uh, and Matt Hurt, <laughs> Matt Hurt's another guy, uh, probably a game against Carolina where you thought, well, this guy's done. His confidence is shattered. It's clear he's not ready for the biggest stage. Um, you know, Matt Hurt is not a guy you can count on. And here he comes this game, hitting some three-pointers early. And then at the end, getting that huge board. I don't care if he fouled the guy. I don't care if he elbowed him. <laughs> Maybe he did. Who knows? That's for history to decide. But the fact is, he got in there and toughed it out and got that rebound. Um, and he made a couple big plays at the end. But that rebound in particular uh, was the thing that iced it. Um, made all his free throws. Just a, a red ribbon performance for Matt Hurt. I see, you see the point here. Everybody coming up big, a complete team effort. This was comprehensive, like backs to your wall stuff where you need all hands on deck and they all come through. And the last guy I'll mention, Alex O'Connell. Uh, again, I mean, huge three-pointer, huge jumper on a little give-and-go with Joey Baker in the second half from the baseline. Just played a smart game. Um, just the kind of thing where it's like, okay, if we could get all these guys who sometimes frustrate us throughout the year – uh, talking to Laurier, talking Hurt, talking O'Connell, uh, to play this kind of game where they're contributing and they're playing intelligently. And when they do something, it's a positive contribution. Look, Alex only finished with seven points. DeLaurier finished with two points. Just those two free throws were it. However, their importance to the team was enormous because they played so well in the key moments. And it's like, know thyself, know what your strengths are, know where you contribute. Um, be aggressive and be confident, and but don't do the you know don't do stupid things. Don't be timid, and we didn't see that today, um, which is awesome. Just the chemistry was perfect. The it's like seeing a team come together in the most gratifying way possible. So okay, that was Duke seventy, Florida State sixty five. We're now eleven and two in conference. Uh, Louisville, I believe, is twelve and one, um, and I just think they've got to lose. Like they. They can't just keep winning, right? They're not going to go 17 and one or 19 and one, whatever it is in conference. There's no way. Um, they still got a lot of tough games left. Let's see. They play at Georgia Tech uh, at eight o'clock on Wednesday, and that's a difficult. You know, Duke had a difficult time there. That's a game they could lose. One of these road games has to get them. They're at Clemson after that this weekend. Syracuse, UNC at Florida State versus Virginia Tech at UVA. So look, they, they've got uh, they've got some tough stuff left, and so Duke. Meanwhile, our schedule is I'm not gonna say it's easy because the ACC is not easy. Period, uh, but it's easier. Okay, we got Notre Dame at home at NC State versus Virginia Tech at Wake at UVA. That's the toughest one. Home at NC State, home against UNC. If I'm a betting man right now, I think Duke has the easier schedule, and I think we should be favored to win our first uh, ACC regular season title in. I think I think ten years. I think we haven't won outright since two thousand ten or two thousand nine or something. So, so this is all very exciting. Um, let me quickly go to Twitter and see what we have here. Um, Alex Myers from Golf Digest says, "Please comment on this." Thanks. Uh, someone named Christopher. Pa oh, Christopher Powers said they call this a foul in Florida State. Talking about the Matt Hurt thing. Um, look. Was it a foul on Matt Hurd? We'll probably never know, Alex. Uh, we can't say for certain. Uh, 
Just like we can't say for certain that uh, Grayson Allen ever intentionally tripped somebody. But no, in all seriousness, I will say that the possession before, um, a player from Florida State with both feet out of bounds knocked the ball um, off Vernon Carey's hands, and the ref it called it Duke ball. The refs reviewed it and gave it to Florida State, even though, again, first of all, you couldn't tell who it was off of, so to overturn the call was ridiculous in the first place. But again, the dudes, both of his feet were out of bounds, and that would have been basically game over if Duke had gotten that call. So bad calls happen. Uh, I don't care. All I care about is Matthew Hurt working so hard to get that ball to put us in a position where we could ice the game. Um <laughs> Ariana says what was the atmosphere like in Cameron were you there can you paint me a word picture you know what Ariana if you were here you could paint a word picture because you were at the game and uh, I'm not going to dignify that with a response Greg Von Bushberger says uh, Twitter name GVBV is Goldwire the greatest three point shooter in Earth's history um, well look here's the thing Greg uh I, I just figured out, or I just saw that um, Seth Curry became the all-time career three-point percentage leader the other day, and he actually passed his brother, Steph Curry. So those guys, you can't take anything away from them. They're really, really good. Seth, of course, um, a dookie. Uh, so I would say, you know, Goldwire's great, but I'm going to put him um, in no order in the top three with the Curry brothers. So it's... Again, in no order, Steph Curry, Seth Curry, and Jordan Goldwire. Um, let's see. Uh, Kenny Hammontree. Um, I can't, it's funny with Twitter. I can't tell if names are fake or real, but I like the name Kenny Hammontree, so I hope it's real. He asked me, after fouling out against UNC, did Vern shake Roy's hand out of respect, or did he accidentally walk toward the wrong bench? That's a good question. It would be funny, uh, <laughs> after all the accolades he got, if it was just like, oops, uh, I'm in the wrong place. Sorry, guys. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say he accidentally walked toward the wrong bench and was saving face. James Smith says, I posed this to Ariana last week, but this game once again seems to prove that I think we have a big three in Cassius, Trey, and Vern, but we still can get reliable play and shots from almost everyone else on a given night. Your guys' thoughts are much appreciated. Um, is that true? Cassius, Trey, and Vern. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty true. I think so. I keep waiting for Wendell Moore to break out and and be the man. But, yeah, I think, no, I think you're definitely right. Um, and, that, yeah, some games, look, like Matthew Hurt, like tonight, he scored 12 points. That can happen. But, yeah, those three are our big dudes. Um, Goldwire scored 13 tonight. So, yeah, I think the, the merits on the merits, your tweet is dead on. Um, and this was a game where it was so perfect in the sense that, except for Jack White, who just kind of didn't fit in to this game, um, he can't shoot, but he's not big enough to like bang around with Florida State, so he, he wasn't quite the man for the job. But except for him, everybody who got in that game contributed and was good. So, um, yeah. Uh, Eric Radamero says, game was fun, but I missed the ACC Network ads. <laughs> totally agree. But you can look forward to more Cameron Lazy's ads. Um, that is going to be coming up tomorrow. And uh, the Lazies themselves tweeted at me on my very own podcast Twitter feed which is Aaron, uh, a tweet by Brendan Marks who said that Coach K comes over to the crazies after the game, waving his hands to pump up the crowd, as good a win as Duke has had all year. Well, yeah, that's true, and it's cool that Coach K did that, I think. I have to see exactly his tone. I hope he wasn't admonishing them again and saying, you, you guys need to be louder. No, um, that's great. That's great. You need to rebuild that relationship. 
look, I'm on record as saying they should have um, lit a Dean on fire uh, to prove that they're back in the game after the Carolina win. That didn't happen. So, But this reproachment from Coach K is fantastic. And I think that's about it. Um, yeah, Eric Rodemiro says he misses pop and play offer, the CPAP cleaning products and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, ACC Network needs to come back pronto. Um, oh, yeah, Tom Fernandez. Uh, this is a DM, and I'm violating DM etiquette. But he says, did you hear Matt Hurt ask that? Ask the guy in FSU if he wants a Hurts donut before the cylinder play. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Tom, for that. But anyway, okay, um, I'm going to call it here. We're 16 minutes in. I just wanted to get this rapid reaction up. We're going to go more into depth on all this stuff tomorrow, but I am, uh, I'm over the moon. This is, uh, this is the greatest Duke win in Duke basketball history. No, that's not true, but it's really good. It's really, really good. It shows a lot of toughness. It's a game, frankly, I did not think we would win, and it sets us up to win the ACC regular season title, which I've been kind of lusting after all year. Uh, and with that, I will say goodbye. Thank you for listening, everybody. And again, we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.